This is The Art of Talking, and you're here with Kiva, Shannon, and myself, Shauna. We shout out to our lovely technician, Chris Kelly. Woohoo! <laughs> uh, so, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, this is our very, very first podcast. You're all welcome. How are we feeling, guys? Are we nervous? Excited. Are we excited? Excited, excited and nervous. I'm more excited, like. <laughs> yeah, more excited than nervous. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, do you know what? I, I'm really excited too because I finally we get to have discussions and we're getting to work together again and talk about, you know, the arts and um, especially with everything going on at the moment in this lovely little pandemic we're living in, uh, it's no secret that it's really uh, been hit hard. So it's great just to talk about it, uh, get any stress, any anxiety that we're feeling and just lay it out all there and also have other interesting conversations it's not all going to be doom and gloom so don't worry um but for today it's just going to be talking about ourselves which won't be too hard okay <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah and it, just talking about our podcast and letting you guys know what we're about and who we are and then we're going to move on and talk about the art sector we've got a couple of different topics there that we hope that you'll find interesting and then there's going to be a few wee questions that we'll be answering that people ask us on our instagram page and then finally we're going to talk about basically this podcast and what we hope to get from it and what we hope to achieve uh, in the future really so yeah akiva i think i'll let you start off by telling the people who you are and what you're all about um, so I'm Kiva and well I kind of speak for us all here but we're all graduates we just graduated there class of 2020 or class of Ooh, COVID. class of COVID <laughs> <laughs> um, from drama at McGee um, I kind of got into drama because I wanted to act um, I didn't see myself doing anything else but then when I started the course I really loved technical theatre stage managing directing and writing and kind of found a path through that so um, in the last two years I've been working as a theatre technician in the Playhouse and I've been working with Soul Purpose Productions as well as the stage manager. Um, I just really love doing what I do and I'm really happy I've kind of found this path kind of that like I never I never see myself going on at all in a yeah. million years like. Yeah definitely 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 growing throughout the three years I think we all have. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I haven't got taller but I've grown. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what about you Shannon um well like Eva you know like um whenever I you know applied to do my degree in drama it's because I always loved to perform like since a young age really since school I've always loved to perform but like it was just really being creative in general um apart from like performing and being on stage um I love painting um, over lockdown, I did so much watercolor paintings, and I have no place to put them all. <laughs> they literally just scatter around the house. Um, but yeah, just being creative in general, and I'm so excited that we're doing this because obviously during this time we don't have a lot of opportunities to do the work that we want to do. So it's good to stay creative and be creative and talk about the arts and still be involved in the arts and support the arts. You know, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's the same for me, really. Um, like, I, I think over the three years, uh, I really realized that how much I love drama, uh, which has always, always been there. 
Um, but like uh, more so I've found out how much I like to teach. I love to work with young kids and um, yeah, it, it's just uh, doing a drama degree, it, it, like everyone has this uh, expectation or think that it's only about acting and performing. It's really, really not. There's so many different avenues that it can lead down to. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully, hopefully if all goes well, I'll be doing a PGC next year. Uh, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> um yeah 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 so um but yeah yeah that that's uh that's really it It, it's a bit of a bummer though I think like this year we all had so many plans so many things to do yeah Uh, I was gonna like take out and work and also like hopefully get work within the industry just to get that wee bit of experience but obviously COVID happened and um (laughs) that put a stopper and everything (laughs) the universal yeah yeah legit yeah um so which is such a bummer because like this year I personally wanted to travel as well go to different countries um because I love I love uh meeting new people working with different people from different cultures uh it's just a a real passion of mine that I found out through university again shout out to Ulster (laughs) McGee um (laughs) yeah but that's that's really it I think um it's crazy though like I, I feel like uh, we've learned so much about the arts and um, like each of us have done the same degree but we have different topics that are important to us you know. The same degree but yet we've all went down these different avenues of this industry and I feel like the degree really you know broadened our minds on you know what was possible within drama within the arts. Do you Definitely. know what I mean? Like for yeah. myself like I didn't really know about like performance and conflict transformation and um that performance could be used as like a mode of therapy for people to tell their stories and to let everything off their chest and I I love that I love that whole concept and that's what I was really interested in and I, then yeah it's such a pity now though that it's it's suffering as much as it is yeah um it's like it, it's it's so 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 sad because it, it's i feel like it's clear enough that the arts is important and the industry it's needed and you think you know they would be trying to help us and it's it's just it's not happening you know i mean that's um that's fairly evident with the like the ballerina photo that's come up recently the cyber campaign the Fatima thing even though that campaign (laughs) is from 2019 like it just shows kind of the ignorance even that was present then never mind funding like a lack of human decencies like regarding people working in the arts like they're seen as like it's seen as a hobby I know it's it's not it's not taken seriously but like the government like whenever they were putting that together Number one, they used a photographer's photo. A photographer is an artist. They used a graphic designer. They put the like the lo- the words and the text and all on, like like and design everything. And they used a ballerina. Yeah, yeah, and they didn't have yeah. her permission just, either to use her photograph. Like they didn't have her permission. No, I mean she's um from Vibes and Motion Dance Studio, and they had taken the photo, which was Fatima, because she's not actually called Fatima, <laughs> on one side, and another ballerina on. The right side and they had edited that out and taken her photo do you know what i mean that they didn't have their, her permission to use her photograph for this campaign i know and like even though that was from 2019 like the situation literally has not changed like even now there's like 
like theatres especially here in Northern Ireland are really really suffering like um from my own experience I know that during like the last kind of maybe from August to September or so um the theatre I work in the Playhouse we're doing like live stream productions and live performances and stuff but even now like theatres can't Mm. open to do that kind of stuff like that's all been shut down um It's, it's just ridiculous, the lack of funding and regard for artists at the moment. Mm-hmm. It's a really scary yeah. time, do you mean, yeah. like, for the arts? Do you know what I mean? Like, is this the end of theatre? You know, uh-huh. because theatre relies on funding. It relies on spectators and people purchasing tickets for shows and coming watching the shows. Like, it relies on all that to keep going. That's what has I kept think, the theatre going. I think that's what makes theatre so different from film, because when you're in a theatre, you've got that live relationship with... Yeah. between the audience and the spec like the audience and the performer and yeah it's just so more intimate and personal but I think if they don't get their backsides in gear like this could like it doesn't look good for theatre like at the moment it really doesn't and that's what I personally love about the theatre too that the fact that it is so intimate you know what I mean every show is a different performance you will never go on stage and have the exact same performance as you did the night before you know, yeah. and that's what I love, and it's yeah. going off yeah, the, yeah. the audience and the audience reactions to different things, and it just creates that relationship that you don't really get in film. That's <laughs> kind of like what, like, kind of well for me anyway, kind of inspired me to like think about doing this podcast because I know like me and you, Shannon, we've always kind of talked about doing a YouTube channel or something in some yeah. form. Um, we've been talking about that since we were first yeah. year, like, and um, first year, yeah, like, yeah. Us I think everyone three, has that dream. Uh, <laughs> like even us as a three too. Like we've always made work together and like did playmaking mm-hmm. together and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. but then it was just whenever yeah. like I seen that the the cyber campaign, I was like, no, something needs done about like this. Like I'm not sitting back. Yeah, and, this can't. Like, yeah, this can't happen. I know. Yeah. Like the arts about the theatre and we can't just sit back and allow this to happen. But like even the arts community in Northern Ireland, like it's such a tight knit group of people and Mm -hmm. like it's it's just ridiculous as this is happening. But I think like if we come together and kinda create a space where we can all exactly too, you know. It's all about creating a space for all artists, you know. Yeah. Like not even it's kind of like we're in this together. We're not alone. And it's by fighting those other artists to show that we're not alone. We're in this together, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. For each other. You would just think, yeah, you would just think though, throughout the lockdown, like a lot of people, like I mean, if not everyone, I'll, most people went and used different um, sources and used different technologies to watch uh, movies, watch uh, TV soaps, watch um, even like musicals online. Like, I mean, like you think people would realize or you would hope um, that it, what we do, like the creative arts people and like people listen to music and everything, everything, like it's important. Like it's it so important. And um, like it, for so many different reasons, uh, one of my, like mental health for me would be the main thing. Like it just like, if I go listen to a song or if I go do something creative, like my mind, uh, like mindset just gets completely like people don't realize the importance of arts and how much it actually helps like not even people's like mental health but it brings communities together it creates a space where people can you know leave everything at the door for a while and come and enjoy a performance or a gig or whatever else you know and Mm. have a good time and enjoy yourself and it also makes you think about things as well if you think the amount of different styles of performances there is it makes you ask questions that you wouldn't have normally asked yourself if you didn't, and it makes people think and yeah. get engaged. 
you know? Yeah, you yeah, just, you, you would just, yeah, you would have thought that people would have had a little bit more respect or, or like, you know, would have come to really appreciate the arts people more, but it just, it completely did a U-turn. Like, the amount of people that I've had to speak to that came out with comments like, well, go find a real job. It's just, it's just so, yeah. so disrespectful. I think it's so, and the fact that it our is. government or the government in UK, like, they went and done that, like, I think the art is taken for granted. It's really completely. You know, you don't realize the importance (laughs) of something until it's not there anymore. You know, Mm -hmm. and um, I know us like all working in that industry, like we've all felt the hit of it, and not even just you know whatever else, like money ways or livelihoods or anything like that. It's just the joy that we get from doing what we do. Like, see, no. I'm yeah. even less, like, being in a room with creative people. Like, yeah. we were surrounded by creative people no. for three years. Like, we were in a building that had, like, all the creative courses at McGee in it. Like, you were always yeah. with creative people. And, like, exactly. I just miss that kind of buzz and that, like, like nearly, like, productivity and just kind of always, like, coming up with new ideas and just bouncing off other people. I agree, 100%. It's just crazy that, you know, like, um, this is what it is now. You know, this is where we're at at the minute, but I think it's just important that we all try and stay creative in some way. You know what I mean? Whether that's continuing to write, whether it's writing a new piece, a novel, a book, poem, or painting, or whatever else you do, you know, pick up a guitar. It's just important to still stay creative and still do the thing that you enjoy. Speaking of people staying creative, um, there's that new film out. um, It's a songbird. Yes, yeah. It's a new film. It's the trailer, kind of. I found it on Twitter anyway. Um, it's a a film, kind of like COVID, and like, like a stupid reality. Like, like if COVID doesn't go away, yeah, it's really yeah. interesting. Yeah. What our realities could be. Uh, um, it was actually uh criticized and called exploitation cinema <laughs> by um, Adrian Horton. Uh, found that online. Yeah, so exploitation cinema. But I think it's interesting because while while that mightn't be like a topic that everybody might want to sit and do- sit down and watch and listen to, and it could be very damaging for people's mental health, you kind of have to weigh it up because those artists also had like an opportunity to come together and work during this, obviously to create that. Yeah. For the artists creating it, it probably benefited their mental health doing something yeah. like productive and what they want to yeah. do and like working again. It- but- the way yeah the way i see it is like there's a lot of dodgy things have been made throughout our life like movies tv soaps a lot of dodgy things touching a lot of sensitive topics um like you know i feel like it's art uh, that's the message they wanted to put across it should you know you don't have to enjoy it but respect it you know yeah no i agree you know like i um. I don't like. I don't know how I feel. I don't know how I feel about it. I feel like you know you kind of gotta take the good with the bad. You know, like he says, um, it, that was an opportunity for people to come in, artists to come in, be creative. And even though the topic mm. is quite a sensitive topic, but there's a like like you said, yeah. John, there's a lot of films and theater pieces, and that's around sensitive topics, mm-hmm. but nothing's really said yes. about it. I suppose it's happening right now that that's why people are like, nah, like yeah. don't want to be reminded of this. That's what I was going to say. I suppose whenever you think about it, like, Shannon, me and you have worked on, like, a lot of, like, troubles-based theatre. Um, yeah. For people that love to the troubles, like, that's, like, this is probably their equivalent. Like, they're, they're, yeah. of that during that. 
I suppose. But yeah. I suppose yeah. troubles theater is a bit further removed because the troubles were like a few like a few years back, and this is kind of more current and like contemporary. Yeah, yeah. You'll still get mixed reviews and everything, you know. Like yeah. like say, we did like a lot of pieces, you know, conflict pieces based on the troubles, and we've got mixed reviews. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Everyone has an opinion on things, and I understand why people yeah. would not want to be reminded of this and not want to go see a film about this but you gotta look at the positive yeah. side as well where people got to come together be creative and you gotta respect their art you know yeah yeah i don't think i'll go watch it because i don't know uh, <laughs> reminded of what this what of reality could be but i know i know i gotta respect it <laughs> yeah yeah, definitely. We're talking about people coming together. A few people have uh, written on to our Instagram, asking us a few questions, and I think it'd be good if we answered some of them, if you are up for it. Yeah. Welcome to our Q&A section, where we'll be answering some questions sent in from a few people on our Instagram and our Facebook page uh yeah kiva you want to start it off for me please yes so um we kind of had two questions that were i suppose kind of similar so we can just answer them together um one was if the pandemic continues for another year how will we still be involved in the art and the other one was from rebecca and she said uh what do you do when you feel like you can't get a job in the arts boo 2020 boo Thumbs down for 2020 there, like. Thumbs down for 2020. Yeah. Um, We're really just doing what we're doing now, you know, like creating work for ourselves. If we can't find work because of all this Mm. going on, just kind of create it for ourselves and like doing things like this and creating a space where artists can come together and promote their work and just trying to stay creative Mm. where you can, you know what I mean? Like, whether that's you working from home, writing a piece, or even filming a piece from home, or um, painting, picking up a guitar, any musical instrument, or even singing. You know, it's just staying creative and continuing to do what you love to do and creating work for yourself, you know? Um, I suppose we've been working on this new way since kind of the end of our degree because we couldn't do any live performances mm. um yeah. and everything was moved online so we had to film performances and edit them and um i ended up editing all the performances well all the performances i was involved with anyway uh so i suppose we've been working on this new yeah. way now for a while so i mean if it continues on i feel like i kind of have the skills they they make it work if you know what i mean and through the yeah. lockdown as well i yeah, yeah. I took part in like a few of the Reimagine Remake Replay workshops and classes uh, in the Nerve Centre. So I did a few different ones. I did one about uh, like zine making and storytelling and I did a 2D animation one and I did like a sound editing archives one. Um, yeah. so I feel like they've really like enhanced my skills, especially because they were delivered um, mm-hmm. like through Zoom and in the new kind of digital way. I suppose they've kind of given me the skills yeah. to be able to... Um, like transfer onto this project now um but yeah i think really just staying creative in whatever way possible or whatever medium possible is really important yeah 100%. yeah yeah and i think that's one of the the best things about um about drama and creative arts in general is just that you you always have access to things that allow you to be creative um mm-hmm. like like shannon said if it's, it's painting whatever it is um like 
it's all there for us to access everyone can do it and it doesn't mm-hmm. need to be perfect it doesn't need to be um the best thing ever like you know it could be you writing for the very first time as long as you keep practicing your skills and um don't ever stop creating if that's what you love to do because um i know i know this pandemic it sucks it's not ideal but um just because this is happening so much to stop doesn't mean we have to stop you know we can always keep creating we can always keep making new things we just got to find different ways to do it you know mm-hmm. i think that's yeah. a really important note because creatives creative people and creatives will always be needed and like the arts like it's, yeah. i think it's really important for people to know how valued the arts are like and yeah. should be rightly so yeah yeah um even if uh, some people yeah. disagree um but no i think like just stay creative and yeah. we'll get through this like and creatives will be needed no matter what situation we're in no matter what no matter what you know um and then the next few questions are also kind of similar so i think we'll just answer them all together as well so the first one is why the arts so why do we choose to get involved in the arts uh why do we want to do a drama degree and where do we hope to be in five years it's kind of all the big questions. The big questions all at once. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all together. Can you with them? <laughs> get me with them. Yeah, uh, these are questions that I like to avoid. <laughs> like the aunts and the uncle, uncles ask these questions. <laughs> the other way. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, like I suppose for me, um, I've always loved performing, you know, and um, it's whenever I had my first drama class at school, you know, shout out to Suzanne and Myra, my drama teachers. Um, I was always very shy, always very quiet, didn't really have a voice, um, or I did have a voice, but just didn't know how to use it. <laughs> and me, no problem, nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, thank you, Shauna. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, well, yeah, it was really just um, having drama, using drama as a tool to use my voice and I think I found it comforting that I was able to step out of you know my own shoes and into somebody else's shoes I think that's what allowed me to have a voice mm. it's like I'm not going to you know be judged or anything for what I'm saying here because I'm playing a character so it's like you, yeah. you can use your voice in that way and as like a child I yeah, always yeah. found that really comforting and it was like a big release where I could go out on stage and be whatever I wanted to be there was no limitations so um mm. yeah I think for me that's why I've always loved drama and wanted to continue that, you know, at university. And I knew that was the, that I knew that was the one path that I wanted to go down, you know, that was the one path I've always wanted to go down. And that's why I decided to do my degree in drama. Yeah. 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 It's the same really for myself. Um, I think uh, from uh, like from school and uh, like all out there, like I, everyone had seemed to have that one thing that they were good at and um i wasn't really um into science or maths any of those really uh, uh intellectual and theory based uh, uh subjects uh but drama drama was that one thing that it, it was just i didn't need to think about it you know it, it was just I, I was there you know and, and i would be in class and i would be shy as well and i, I, yeah. I didn't really have that many friends and uh it was just but it didn't matter like i go into drama and you know perform a character and that was just it you know never had to think twice mm-hmm. about it um so yeah like you know you just it, it's just i think i have so much respect and love for it and i think it's a subject that needs more 
respect and acknowledgement um because it could be it could be used to help so many different people and it has helped so many already it just Mm -hmm. it just needs that little bit more uh people need to talk about it more and uh, i think that's so great that we're able to do this in this podcast you know Mm -hmm. um for me it's it's obviously probably very similar but um I've always been involved in the arts like I took my dance my first dance class whenever I was three years old um and I've been involved with the arts ever since really um in one way or another like I danced from I was mm. three until I was about 10 and then whenever yeah. I was about 10 I started um drama classes in my school it was uh Mary Dotty who came in to take them um and she like she really brought me out of my shell like I would not have said booty if fly like I wouldn't have spoke to anybody and within those two years she had me like performing Scrooge in a Christmas Carol <laughs> my like whole school uh, and like that like yeah like it's yeah. it's just crazy and then um I continued on with her then like throughout my whole secondary school kind of time yeah um and I also went back to dancing when I was about 15 16 I went to fireworks DDTA here in Derry and they're also in Belfast now too um <laughs> um but I just really loved I like what I loved about that school was there's no pressure for grades and exams and it's about really Mm -hmm. like enjoying dancing for dancing Mm. and yeah I found that really comforting and I didn't have the best experience in secondary school so I really Mm. loved like getting to my dance classes and my drama classes then during the week like it kind of broke the week up for me and I kind of got to Mm -hmm. do what I enjoyed and kind of just have that wee bit of freedom in the evenings because like going to a grammar school like your evenings are literally full of work and sitting and writing and theory and it just gave me something else to do and another focus and a way to kind of like just be me and express myself I don't think any of us have addressed the big question in that which is where do we hope to be in five years time where do we hope to be employed for me uh i want to be on an island uh drinking uh tequila and preferably in ibiza of course (laughs) wouldn't expect anything less from me honestly i i um i don't like thinking years ahead that's not really for me i think um i i will just live in the present um because things are so on uncertain as we all know we never thought 2020 yeah. was going to be the year that pandemic hit mm-hmm. we thought 2020 yeah. was going to be the year everybody got their dreams you know so know. yeah yeah <laughs> so i i don't like looking five years ahead i think just live in the moment and um as soon as i find out where i am in five years time i'll let you know uh, send us the postcard. <laughs> yeah, I will for my Vita. <laughs> I'll be waiting on it. I wish I could have that outlook, though, where you know I could just live in the present and not you know worry about the future. But I have too much anxiety for that. Like, <laughs> such a yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I hope whatever I'm doing, I'm I hope that I'm happy yeah. in whatever job I'm in and that I'm still performing, still being creative in one way or another, you know, whatever path that may be, you know, whether it's performing, whether it's facilitating, whether it's directing or whatever else it is, just being creative, you know, that's that's my main goal. That I'm in a job that I love yeah. and I get to do what I mean. I get to be passionate about what I do. That's my main goal. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm 
doing That's my okay. master's at the minute in like peace and conflict studies um and I never seen mm. myself doing that you know to be honest but um I don't know like I don't really have any plans plans like I love like the idea of working with people who've like been through conflict but using drama and that kind of stuff but I also love yeah. like the practical yeah. side of the stage managing and directing and writing and all that kind of stuff um so I don't really know where I'll be in five years time or what I hope to be doing but I think it's good to not limit yourself in that kind of a way yeah. either because that's what I did whenever I started yeah. uni like I was like I want to act like acting is what I want to do and I'm like that's yeah. what I want to do but um I kind of opened myself up a bit more then and I kind of found a love for things that I didn't even know really existed to be honest I was really yeah. and like I think just that openness to kind of see what comes and what happens is really important in this industry because the more yeah. the more skills you have the more employable kind of you are mm-hmm. and the yeah. more you can help yourself I suppose yeah definitely definitely that's like one thing I, w- I would um advise people who's listening like if if drama is your thing if you want to act you know definitely never say no to things if things are, it might not be acting but if there's something else that you want to do say yes always say yes, um, learn new skills. Um, like the more skills you have in, the, in this industry in particular, the better, the more employable yeah. you are. You know what I mean? Um, and like if you have that drive and that motivation to work, th- then th- this industry will be, it'll work out for you in yeah, the long run, you know? One thing I remember yeah, when yeah. we started our degree was we were told that it's 20% talent and 80% and showing up and like getting on with yeah, the right yeah. doing it like so exactly. I think it's really important to remember and like be confident as well you know and put yourself out there and push yourself out of your comfort zone you know what I mean like be confident to say yes to different yeah. opportunities and to try different things because like you keep what you thought you were wanting to go in and you want to act and that was it and if you hadn't you know went in stage managing and explored that or directing you know and like have the confidence to do that you yeah. wouldn't have that you actually really enjoy it I know. <laughs> it's something that you love yeah. and that you're passionate about as well so it's being confident and putting yourself out of your comfort zone to try different things because you never know what you might actually enjoy and what you might actually really excel in and you know yeah. just trying different things well that's all our questions for this week so back over to you shauna Wow, wow, uh, that's great. Well, I just want to say uh, thank you for everyone that sent in the questions. Uh, we had a lot of fun answering them. I mostly me, I had a lot of anxiety um, and <laughs> rethinking my life. No joke. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, again, if anyone's listening and you guys have uh, questions that you want to answer, uh, want us to answer, even uh, feel free to ask away in any of our social media accounts uh we'll be happy to answer them for you try to be nice please <laughs> no more hard-hitting questions we've had enough no five-year plans oh. no five-year plans <laughs> no five-year plans please no <laughs> the many times have answered that question for people um, yeah uh so th- again thank you so much Yeah, so I think it'd be great if we uh, could then maybe explain to the people who are listening what we're about and what we're really hoping to achieve from this podcast and basically in the future, really. Uh, personally, uh, for me, I kind of joined the podcast just to 
to really do something different from my normal routine uh, to get to work together with these two lovely ladies um and just <laughs> yeah yeah just be creative again and have yeah. interesting topics and it's not going to be the same we're not going to be able to do performances together but this is the closest thing and i don't think it's too bad you know so yeah i mean so far so good <laughs> so far so good <laughs> Um, I yeah. just think um, it was important to create a space, like we said earlier, for artists to support each other. And that's why I really wanted to jump on the bandwagon of the podcast because, you know, obviously getting to work with you two guys again. And it's nice to all, all three of us mm-hmm. come together virtually. Hey. <laughs> Maybe virtually, but still coming <laughs> together to work together. And yeah. just to have a platform where artists can come on and support each other and get to show their work and to show that like you know there's still artists out there and even though you know we may not be able to do exactly what we want to do work ways but we're still being creative and we're all coming together you know that's really one of the main reasons why i want to do the podcast as well so i think for me mm. it was just yeah. it, was, it was really just like the idea kind of came out of like nearly like anger and i was just like no i'm not taking this like like the creative community deserves to be treated better than this like this is not acceptable um so again kind of similar to what you just said i just want to like give artists that place to come and talk um and like there's so much that goes on as well like like within the arts community so i just want people to be able to like share their work and talk about what's going on and like their experiences and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff like definitely um yeah yeah so i just yeah definitely talk about current issues and like give people a platform really yeah yeah like the more awareness we can bring to the arts and the struggles and not even just the struggles but just how great the arts are uh the better i think you know yeah Yeah. i agree so what do you kind of hope to achieve like in your own personal lives in the future like what do you want to do life serious adult questions here question. <laughs> um well for me i just hope the to question we avoid hi <laughs> for me i just hope to continue to perform and to get more opportunities where i'm able to perform you know whether that's um in theater or film or just a chance to be creative you know and just do what i love to do hopefully that is where my career goes and what I will be doing but apart from that as well like I love I'm um, like I was saying earlier on um, I love like performance and conflict transformation using th- theatre as a tool for therapy and stuff so there's things like theatre of witness you know where people come together and can tell stories and stuff and they have a facilitator there to obviously guide them through the process and I think I would love to do something like that one day maybe you know facilitate a process like that so cool. yes yeah <laughs> Yeah, definitely, definitely. For me, a bit like Hannah Matana, I want the best of both worlds. <laughs> I want to teach, and I want to perform. That's 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 my goal. <laughs> so uh, I haven't really decided between. Like honestly, my dream would be to perform. My dream would be to be an actress and uh, do everything: go on shows, theater shows, uh, musicals, every the whole the whole thing, TV shows, everything. But if I'm going to be realistic. That, that's a very <laughs> that might not happen so so teaching uh, not that it's my backup kind of a backup no 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 joke 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 um <laughs> it, like teaching is something i've thought about since i was 16 years of age 
and um like i love like see working with kids is not work to me it's like i'm a big kid myself to be honest yeah i was gonna to say you guys you guys can back that up <laughs> um, yeah 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 like see just working with kids especially when you apply drama into their teachings it's so interesting to watch because they're learning in such a different way it's more active and like for me personally my own opinion I think they pay way more attention to you because you know they have to use their own creative minds uh, so then you actually know they're understanding what you're teaching them um and, and it's a chance for them to be active and feel involved in what you're teaching instead of just sitting in a classroom and reading from a textbook uh about a b and c you know uh, th this actually gets them up and talk about it so yeah th that would be really um teaching and performing is my goal in life um i don't think it's a bad one no you can do it if you yeah. put your mind out like but exactly similar to shannon i'm really interested in like conflict transformation um and like how that relates to drama um especially like in a northern irish context yeah. um so but i also love like practical like getting under the studio doing stuff like that so i don't know i suppose i just want to see where life kind of takes me um I don't really know to be honest it's about, go with the flow like, that's the way I kind of was through my degree too but like I did so many things and just enjoyed them and like I never really narrowed myself down to anything and I kind of yeah. found a path through that so I'm just kind of hoping that it stays the same with with life in general <laughs> I think it's important not to limit yourself though you know what I mean because the arts is so broad just go yeah. and flow things and you never know like what yeah. you might try that you'll enjoy that's that's what I was going to say no, like, I, I feel yeah I with, yeah like, with how my like degree went like because I did go in with that mm. attitude and I just wanted to act and yeah. I didn't want to do anything else and then it was just kind of by chance really that I kind of was like right no I want to like learn as much as I can and it just kind of it just kind of happened it, I didn't really plan to be like I want to do everything it just kind of fell yeah yeah you know what I mean it just that's just what like what, what I really admire for you, Kiva, is that like I feel like you literally didn't say no to anything. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, like for, for myself speaking, I feel like there's some things where I was like my anxiety would just get the best of me, mm -hmm. uh, and my nerves would get the best of me, so I would say no. And um, but I feel like you just give everything a, a shot. Mm -hmm. I mean, which I really admire. I think that's the best way to do life. Yeah. It's just to give uh, everything a go. Just to go for you it. Don't but like from yeah. that experience i also know that sometimes you have to say no or you will burn yourself out you have to know your limits like like well, yeah like everything in moderation except yeah. <laughs> everything you can but don't go beyond your capabilities or you will be yeah. lying in bed for a week sick <laughs> yeah that's yeah, so true yeah, yeah. well like i, I feel it. like like other people will know will know their limits kiva yeah <laughs> i think <laughs> so sometimes you think you're a superhero <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, my eyes you are of course of course <laughs> oh, um yeah it, it's just crazy crazy that three years just gone by though like we started first year um 18 most of us were 18 weren't we so like mm -hmm. that's just mad it's I know. mad See, even like even to think like we worked together in so many different capacities and ways like throughout mm -hmm. uni but this is our first time like doing something out in the big bad world like like doing everything yeah. else like this is all on us like this is like do you know what yeah. i mean it's just it's so different like 
scary but exciting. I know, like, like, I think like um, it is so exciting. Yeah, yeah. We we all know we can rely on each other. We all know what we want. Like you know, there's no no uh, pussy footing around each other. Uh, so like you know, we say how we feel, and nobody gets really hurt most times anyway. <laughs> so uh, that's that's what I love about this. Like you know, playmakers, you're you're kind of working with your not even just our year group, but like all three year groups, you know. So it, it, it can be difficult, but though I enjoyed it. Oh, in case people, our listeners, if you're wondering what Playmakers is. I was going to say, I think we should uh, introduce what Playmakers yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Kiva, do you want to explain? Um, well, I suppose Playmakers is just, I wrote this in my bio. I'm not going to repeat myself, but um, <laughs> uh, Playmakers was basically, it kind of came about whenever we were in first year, but it just kind of, it just kind of happened that we were putting me Shannon and Molly and a few others kind of came together to put on a piece Molly's a writer from our class um all just kind of came together to put on a piece and there were a few uh people in the third year whenever we were in first year that were also working on pieces so we just kind of came together and we're like let's do an event and of course like this was supported by the uni and especially shout out to Adrian O'Connell uh, <laughs> um, he like basically started everything like tech everything so mm-hmm. he kind of pulled it all together yeah. you know what I mean but it was um it was shooting loud every like. time <laughs> I mean <laughs> it always worked out in the end like yeah definitely did it, it was it was uh, probably the main thing I loved even though I wasn't in the first one because uh, I was a bit of a mess before I met these two girls um, <laughs> didn't really <laughs> only really cared about going out and drinking uh, still do but, um, <laughs> um, yeah yeah but I, honestly playmakers was what made university for me one of the things not not just mm-hmm. it but one of the things that made it so exciting you know because you got to be that little bit more creative and like productive mm-hmm. you actually got to put on shows and you got to write your own shows and bring it to life and it was just, oh it's just great wasn't it um I just feel like Playmakers really made up most of you know my uni experience you know it was great to get in your room with creative people and I just love there was no limitation you could literally go into that studio and you could create any piece you want and have to be in a certain topic, in a certain state. It could be anything. And it was just bouncing off people and it was just a bit of crack as well. Do you know what I mean? I think that the the way that like it wasn't specific to one year, but it kind of combined all years and even like the master's yeah. course, it really like kind of brought us together. Speaking from my experience anyway, um, a group of the third years then actually asked me to like stage manage one of their final pieces and stuff like that. Like it just kind of mm-hmm. brought everybody like yeah. that closer together and felt more like a community kind of. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, I, yeah I feel in, in terms in terms of confidence, we all like it all, like me personally, like my confidence just completely grew from that um so I, I think we all kind of that was the start of us becoming like professional um creative people you know yeah. uh yeah. so like I think that was that was nice like you know looking back on it all unfortunately we're out of time so um <laughs> that's crazy that's kind of just flew by there went so quick, um you really did didn't it <laughs> I don't think we did too bad. Well, <laughs> I suppose that's enough to have to decide. <laughs> but I just uh, want to thank um, our listeners. Uh, 
it's it's great that you uh, have tuned in and hopefully you've enjoyed listening to us as much as we've enjoyed talking um so uh, and you've learned a little bit about us and what we're all about and um again if you, if you guys uh would uh, add us um on our instagram and facebook page at the art of talking podcast uh, links will be um in the description Hello. So yeah, uh, thank you so much. And, and if you want to tell your friends, family about us, uh, get them to join in, and um, that'll be we we would be really thankful. All right. So um, unfortunately, that's all we've got for today. Uh, until next time. <laughs>